minute crossfade the daily talk show a conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket episode 116 of the daily talk show this is a um, Amy Jacket in the studio hello yeah it's a it's a rogue uh, interview app yeah, I guess it's rogue now that we're doing every Friday. <laughs> yeah, well, we've set that up. We, don't worry, we do have an episode coming on Friday that is an interview. With Sam Mack. But um, have you finished eating your Smarties, Amy? I'm really... I didn't know you were going to start so quickly. That's how we roll. Mm. Um, so how and did we're you, finished. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know we were going to finish so quickly, did you? A- Amy <laughs> is, uh, if, you're, if you haven't been a long-time listener, Tommy's wife... Uh, from Sydney originally. Correct, correct. Uh, tell us about yourself. What star sign are you, Amos? Uh, <laughs> you know this one because you always make fun of it. Was it Sagittarius? There we go. Sagittarius. Okay, interesting. Anyway, uh, I don't know so what that means. Out currently, and Josh, you've done this plenty of times when we're at my house. Mm-hmm. Don't get on the uh, the Josh show and start yelling. Ah. Uh. Because Bodie's asleep, our son is asleep. currently sleeping. I was actually really good when, when I came in. No, I you, was ready to be really noisy and I didn't. As Derek would say, you've got the uh, sexy voice on because you have the headphones. But I'm just trying to be a bit quiet, that's all. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, with that, don't say, sounding special. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a bit dehydrated, but I just uh, spent a minute at the tap drinking <laughs> it like I was a cat. Is it actually like spending a minute at the tap with your head down under the tap? Mm-hmm. You may as well just drink water from a yeah, cup. Yeah, I guess so. Now he's lying down. It's It's been a long couple of days. You're a camel that's just hit the ground. I'm, I'm still listening and we're chatting. It's really good. Oh, you can hear us really well. Yeah, it's so good. So um, you were telling me about Amy and her fucking shopping that's driving you oh, insane. I mean... You're really just setting me up here. Well, you've been doing some... We've, we had a bit of a tiff. And we did. the tiff was trying to save money and mum gives us a hundred bucks for Amy to buy a nice new coat. How fucking lovely is that? It's really nice. It is and nice. And then Amy says, oh, I got two. I'm thinking 50 bucks each. Perfect. No. Uses that bullshit fucking afterpay or... It's they the best. S- or they send you... They send out, so you got two things being delivered. Correct. What was your thinking behind what you're doing? I'm going to choose from one of them. Choose from out of both of them and send one back. I think okay. that's fine. But, but you a- have to pay full price for them to get no, to you. No, you don't because you're using Afterpay. So you only <laughs> pay a quarter. Okay. So you've, you've, put, you've used someone else's money pretty much and committed to a payment to a structure, which is the Afterpay. But here's the thing. Amy's been wearing one of the coats for the last four, three or four days. Testing. <laughs> the other one hasn't arrived yet. Okay. How ridiculous is this? And so I mentioned to you earlier that this was something I wanted to chat to you about. And you, and you just reeled off a bunch of other people that had done something even more outrageous. So I felt really guilty about doing this the first time. And I needed a dress for a wedding, which we didn't end up going to because it was in Bali and we ended up cancelling, not a sore spot. And <laughs> we, and so I was choosing between these dresses online and I, I couldn't decide because I hadn't seen them on myself. Mm-hmm. And the girls were like, it's the iconic 60-day returns or whatever they are, 30-day returns. Just get them, try them on 
and then you can send whatever you don't want back. And I felt so bad. I'm like, do you do this? And one of the girls was like, oh yeah, I've worn a dress to a wedding, kept the tags on and then sent it back. Wow. Uh, Brie is notorious for sending stuff back. She got unstuck yesterday though because she bought me an ANS color t-shirt, ANS color shorts. Okay. But I um, fucked up my sizing and said I was a 36 when I'm a 34. And um, I already said I've got the exact same shorts anyway, so I don't really need them. And uh, Brie went to just get a refund. They don't do refunds. Yeah. And um, so not ideal. You know, I don't... don't I don't get e-com like you, Josh, and get mm-hmm. online buying shit. But you can't, like that is – how many people – so you so you've committed. So if you fucked up and all of a sudden you had to go to hospital for 60 days, touch wood that you don't. But if you didn't, you would have had to pay full price for all of those dresses, the six ones that you You'd got. also have like late phone bills and a lot of other things yeah, happening probably. if you're gone for 60 days. And I'd be in hospital. I think yeah. that, but if that would have been forgot, the least of my worries. Because I think these companies are hoping, 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 hoping that you step outside of their T's and C's. Well, you can only be, I feel like you can only play this game if you're very organised. Well, I, from the iconic, when I was choosing the dress for the wedding, I ordered seven and sent back three. So you've kept four. four. And I intended to just keep one. See, that's fucked. Like, I see our, I see the afterpay amounts going out. You and they're so be minute. Current affair. They're so minute and it, it's so bad. But this is, they've got you. you uh, the iconic one. <laughs> they did. I, I, uh, Brie, Brie bought maybe about $700 worth of stuff from General Pants to try it all on. She did it. It was an e-com job, but then returned it in store and the person cracked it because it affects their budget. So, if you return it, oh. it goes minus onto theirs. So, he was trying to convince her not to return it all. Made her uncomfortable. Not so, ideal. Do you, do you see the silliness in this when we talk about it? Is this? Do you feel the fear of this? Like the fear of spending the money and and it sort of encouraging you to do this kind of shit and how it can tra- trap trap you into a put you into a corner you know me i have a lot of feelings and i can share with you some of them currently so i feel like if if a company is setting up to have free returns mm-hmm. they they know the consequences and mm-hmm. they know that people are going to take it where i've taken it and then far beyond that mm-hmm. so people are really going to take advantage of the system if <laughs> Humans are good at anything. It's finding a loophole and taking advantage of the system, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, I am afraid that I will go too far. But the thing was, I was not going on any – I wasn't buying anything. I decided, all right, that's it. No buying anything. And I feel that I'm pretty good when I've set my mind to something at not doing it. And then the beautiful Joanne Jacket said, oh, lovely, we want you to be warm. Here's $100 towards a jacket – I'm the most indecisive person on the planet. I couldn't decide. I found two jackets that had features that if put together would have made the perfect jacket. Is it sort or of like a, is it like a North Face Kathmandu style thing? Is it more Which, sort of like yeah, a Paddington you probably Bear? you got it if you just went to one of those stores mm. and mm. got it for the price that you wanted. Probably. So one has a hood. One has a pocket to put your phone that... One's made of down, the other one's polyester. There's there's Ooh. less emotion buying online, do you think? Because you're an e-com guy. Are you no, actually- I, think, I think there is probably uh, 
it's very impulsive. So in some regards, there's more emotion attached to it. But Brie goes through and she'll add everything to the basket and she'll slowly delete everything until there's nothing left. Fuck, you guys Um, are dangerous. But um, I don't necessarily buy that much online. Um, Yeah, like clothes and stuff, I tend to do it in bulk though. Like I'll get it from somewhere overseas and I'll want to hit some sort of threshold like a $300 minimum or something like that. Mm. That's where they get me. But what's where do you splurge, Amy? Where's your, where do you spend your money, do you think? I was thinking about this today. It is it is clothes. Yes, I think that's okay. Is it? Yeah, I think <laughs> it's fine. Thanks, Josh. When you've got no, no money to spend on clothes, then the afterpay. I, I also splurge fucked. on Bodhi's um, clothes probably yeah, more, more than yeah. me, definitely. True. Well, how do you think uh, having a kid's changed your finances, guys? Like we don't have any? Uh, well, as anymore? in like what about like the view on finance? Like how well, – what did you used to spend money on that you just don't have time for anymore? Clothes. <laughs> but still you find a way to do it after pay. Thanks, assholes. <laughs> We'd probably eat out more and go on more like weekends away, but that's not just money, I guess. That's also time and yeah. babysitting. So here's the thing. I've been thinking about the – the things you can do with your children that seem fun, but then you realise they cost a fuckload. Puffing Billy. Yeah. It's like this old train in Melbourne up in the hills. Dude, it's $55 per adult. Really? 110 so, just to... Yeah, plus your kid. Wow. Outrageous. That is so fucking expensive. Who the fuck has 110 bucks? Yeah, we'll just go on a little train. What, like, have you had any thoughts on what sort of like holidays and stuff... You want to have as a family. Yeah, like ones where grandma looks after Bodhi. <laughs> <laughs> and we go to Mykonos to drink the cocktails. But what you took Bodhi out the other day to, it seems like the most ridiculous, but looks like the coolest place ever, which mm. is, it's basically just a place set up for taking Instagram photos. Yeah, it's like, like a playground for Insta adults. <laughs> like science works without any of the science. Yeah. Fuck all science. What was it called? Fuck all um, science works. Is we should start <laughs> fuck all science works. It's quite good. What's it called? It's called Sugar Republic. Yeah. So is this something created by Adidas, or did I just make that up? It it's had, in the Adidas fast factory, the uh, old one, but not connected or outlet, in any sorry. way. I don't think so. All right, okay. describe it. So, what, 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 what? When you walk in, what's going on? There's a lot of pastels a lot of bright colors a lot of neon lights there's like a giant gumball machine that you can go into get photos lots of cool feature walls that you can stand in front of and get photos lollies everywhere an ice cream machine a button that says um press for confetti and then it just shoots out it's amazing i was actually saying to uh tommy his old work experience kid i said ah she works She's working there. He said, no, nah, man, it's, she's working in a lolly shop. And I checked and she was just working in a lolly shop. It has shop. lolly shop vibes. <laughs> it's got though. the Sugar yeah. Republic. Mm. Bright colours and kind of looks like a Willy Wonka's factory. Mm. Here's the thing. $38 to get in. Per person. Per person. Fuck off. <laughs> that is so ridiculous. And you had some friends down from um, Sydney. Yeah. So one of who wants to become Instagram famous. So he was loving it. <laughs> Wait. So, what do you? What did you actually get for your thirty-eight bucks? What's yeah. you just get what the experience? You get? A lot you get of like, content. <laughs> yeah. Do you get any like actual photos? Like, do they take? They them don't take any. Them? No. Okay. You take the photos. There's a few things. So, I think 
there are some things that you can eat along the way. And I thought that we were going to come out with like a basket full of lollies. Mm. But I think we had a sh- um, this little, um, you know, those sherbet bombs. Yeah. We had a sherbet bomb. Not good for your teeth. but No, horrendous. Yeah. There's a photo where we're all smiling with our mouths shut. And we realize it's because we've all got it stuck in <laughs> yeah. our teeth. Yeah, they're shocking. Yeah, they I, get into your molars, isn't it? Like real, like mm, the back ones, you can really fill just up. Just sitting in there waiting for the dentist. I think mm. it's actually so, – so someone pointed out a photo that Josh and I were in the other day where I wasn't smiling. I was smiling but my teeth weren't showing. It was a photo with Peter Shepard, yeah. Yeah, you, and someone said, mate, look, you fucking unhappy or something. And it was because I, didn't have, I had something in my teeth and I didn't want to smile and show it. And so I just did this <laughs> – but someone pointed it out. So Amy, if, you, if you consistently smile, you may as well smile if you've got something in your teeth. Amy, this is the first time, other t- than the time we got you singing <laughs> on the show, which was fun. This is the first first time we've had you on properly. Yeah, my real debut. Yeah, this is the this is the How this is feeling? the follow up album. What's the halfway vibes? I feel confident. Great. You Not sure what else. Early on, I did. I could get uh, a vibe. Bit, bit better. <laughs> oh, great. What What is uh, Tommy like as a husband? He's probably quite similar to how he is as a friend, but just mm-hmm. with other stuff thrown in. <laughs> like what? <laughs> good gear. Josh is no, getting a bit jealousy. Nah, yeah. that's fine. That's all right. What do you that's get that I don't get? Yeah. Um, no, he's, he's really great. I think... Um, he Start with a negative and then go to a positive. Okay. That will be easy. Joking. I think he – what's great about Tommy is that where his strengths lie are where all of my weaknesses are and mm-hmm. vice versa. So we're able to broaden our understanding of the world by seeing things from each other's perspective. Um, and, and I guess we learn a lot from each other. So I – I guess I, I feel that I've grown a lot from being with him and from learning from him because I came – my default is to not bother anybody. Like mm-hmm. my worst fear is to be a burden. And Tommy's like, no, nah, if you need something, just like go out there. And, and I'm like, but you're putting so many people out. He's like, no, nah, it's like either it's their job or this is meant to happen or I really yeah, yeah. want this. And I think <laughs> – Chuck us a can of Coke, would you? <laughs> and I think I would put myself out – to crazy degrees to avoid putting someone else out where he's like, if mm. it's going to be a lot of effort for me and only a little bit for you, then I'm going to put you out. That's okay. Yeah. And I think uh, he is not very sensitive, which I'm sure that you've noticed. Mm. Whereas, Get fucked. <laughs> whereas I can be oversensitive. And I think that together we've probably helped each other tone down a bit from our extremes. If Am that makes I like sense. Amy? Um, in what respect, mate? Well, I just feel like the sensitive bit, I feel like what I, in some regards, it's similar in the sense of... Stop comparing yourself to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Our partnership and your partner are very similar, basically the same thing. No, but I, th- I definitely feel like you are the cowboy and I am uh, and I am less so like that. I'm like, let's not... Yeah. From listening to the podcast in my lunch break, which I do. Thanks. That's just okay. today, first time, just catching up <laughs> before she was on the show officially. <laughs> but sometimes I do like hear the dynamic and some of the things or ways that you're talking to Tommy and almost, and I guess I'm assuming a lot, but sometimes I feel like I know your thoughts and I mm. go, oh yeah, I used to feel like that. 
Yeah. But then from knowing Tommy, I think that I have changed a lot of my defaults, if that mm. makes sense. It's hard seeing, you, for me, for someone who doesn't care about putting other people out, it, um, and to some degree I do, but I think if it's like something that you're wanting or you're wanting to get a message across, I feel like just talk up. You have no problem of asking for something. Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah, ask yeah. someone, hey, can I have can I have some of your nachos or something like yeah. that? And they'll say, I keep going on about that, don't I? It was a quesadilla actually. Yeah, and that, someone will say like, nah. And you're like, oh, okay. Completely That's the thing. Cool. He's prepared for answers either way. Mm. He doesn't mind. Whereas like if I said, could I have some of your nachos? And if they said no, I'd be like, oh, like I've offended them or I've put yeah. them out and I'd feel really awkward about it. It would, give me, a, it would give me a sick feeling. No joke. If that happened, yeah. I get that sort of sad feeling where I'm like, oh, it's hard to describe. And so what I find is with with my partner, with you, Amy, who I love, I've, I, when you... When you aren't vocalizing or I see an opportunity where you haven't done it and I see it kind of like, oh, yeah, I won't speak up now. That fucking affects me so well, bad. it does because this this actually caused some of our early on disagreements, <laughs> which mm. I will go into. Great. So if we'd be at a cafe and I'd say, oh, can I have pancakes but um, instead of cream, can I have ice cream? Yeah. And they'll go, yeah, no problem. And then they'll mm. give me the pancakes and they would give me... Fucking bullshit, isn't it? <laughs> they'll give me the ice cream instead of the cream. I'll go, oh, well, that's okay. And Tommy Wait, would be like... I thought you said you wanted the ice cream. Whatever I wanted, they didn't give it to me. They okay. gave the opposite. They gave you the cream, you wanted yeah, ice cream. Asked, there we go. Asked for cream, they gave her ice cream. Uh-huh. And so Tommy would go, ask for it. And I'll go, nah, they're really busy. They run off mm-hmm. their feet to get today. And he would go, no... And it would really stress him out because he wants me <laughs> yeah. to get what I want. Mm. But what I had to, I guess, communicate was what I want more than getting the food that I ordered is like for everyone to be just chill mm-hmm. and have a nice conversation and nice time here. Mm. If if I didn't eat whatever it was that I told them to give me or whatever, if they gave me something that I hated, I would ask for it. But it didn't really – it wouldn't really bother me if it was just something that I would have preferred another yeah. thing mm. yeah I, I feel like i can i can relate to that like not wanting to um yeah feeling like it's just not worth the the hassle in the end mm. I, th- I think the learning for me is even though you've sort of probably adapted a bit of that um thinking yourself there's also the realization that some things don't phase you as much as i as i think they would because they phase me so much. Correct. And so sometimes you don't give a fuck, which is, it's almost like I need to take on a bit of that. It's like, I'm, and I'm not, this is not every occasion, but I think, because James, the person who I asked for the nachos was actually the quesadilla. He's very much like this. We both have had moments. I think we're similar in that way. We'll just ask or if they fuck something up, we'll get them to change it. And it's like, and I've, and I've, I've I watched him recently like he was going to talk up and he's like oh, i'll leave this one so it's like fighting. i remember he did that at nando's once yeah, he yeah, got the yeah, rice yeah. The, yeah exactly but you could see it was affecting him yeah but he went against it mm. which I, I guess is probably a good skill but i still think if you're paying for something <laughs> oh but i wouldn't pay for it if if what i asked for paid like cost more and yeah. they didn't give it to me i wouldn't pay for it i'd ask them to take it off yeah like i'd speak up about that mm. i hate people changing things on like than what's on the menu so removing items 
I don't I'm like all that about at all. It. I hate what about it? like going against things like a cafe that says we don't split bills? Get fucked. Well, yeah, like I've had. I think you've been probably there, TJ, when I've gotten annoyed at that. When they say, "Oh, we do, um, we can't split bills," I said, "Okay, we're just going to pay fifty percent on this card and fifty percent on that card." And then sometimes they'll say that's splitting the bill. Tommy's gone. When like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> when Tommy's <laughs> said, um, you know, they've been like a ten dollar minimum on card, and he said, "Well, my coffee was four fifty. Yeah, I've got a card. What do you want me to do? I yeah. don't have any cash." And they've gone. There's an ATM over there. No, it's credit. That's all I have. Even though he could easily go over there and good. take it out, yeah, but he's lied about it. They take it in the end, don't they? Yeah. Well, they fucking have to. Like, what's the choice? <laughs> See, to me, though, I think this is just unnecessary friction. If you can do what they've asked you to do, just do it. That's Yeah. I feel like I have those moments where I'm just like, I stand strong. <laughs> it's just like, it just feels like it feels like an injustice <laughs> in a very low sort of first world problem the, the, kind of way. The people's advocate. Yeah, the people's advocate, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's still, that's just not clear, but I think, yeah, that's the same. But, okay, that's that's my flaw. Is that my flaw or was that... You've got lots of flaws, Dal. <laughs> well, I'm the wife. I'm the one was, who knows these things, right? <laughs> what was the um, what was the biggest thing you noticed when you started living together? How things long have you lived with Brie? Uh, ten years. Okay, so there's quite a while. Yeah. Wow. It's a bit of an adjustment, isn't it, moving mm. in with a partner? Well, I mean, it's different. When Brie and I started, it was a different dynamic because we were living at my parents' place. Oh, so, she moved into your yeah. parents' place. So it was probably even more than ten. Yeah, no, it would have been ten years ago. Yeah, when we were in, when we were still in school. So it was like eleven years ago. Yeah, wow. in school, moved in, and so for the first like two or three years, it was at my parents' place, and then there was the adjustment in having to do like I was sort of a bit babied in some regards. Like mum would do a lot of the washing and shit like that, and then it was yeah. It's called living at home. Yeah, isn't it? You would drop laundry off to your mum even when you weren't at home. Not always. I'd, I'd go <laughs> around. Like, <laughs> nah, fucking give me a break. Sometimes I'd wear things week. twice. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I'd ever do that because I remember, uh, yeah, I had an uncle who would do that with my nana where he was sort of, he was known as the single one. He was in his 40s and he'd still be dropping <laughs> wow. off. And I was sort of like, you know, it's it was sort of that thing like you could be successful or you could be like your uncle. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of not a good look, is it? Uh, so what were some of the things that you picked up on that Tommy did? Well, when we first moved in together, so before we started dating, I'd been single for about six years. Tommy had been single for about four or five years. And so we'd really kind of done like a lot of our adult life as single people. Mm-hmm. And I think set in our ways probably a little bit in terms of how we lived And then we were long distance, so we didn't have to share a place together. We weren't staying over at each other's houses for like extended periods. So it just went from long distance to living together. And so it was pretty full on. I think going back, I can't really remember what I found. I know that I found it really hard. I think. Are you telling me now? (laughs) You know, I found it hard. I cried a lot. Um, What would you cry about? I'd cry about. I actually can't remember the no, crying, I, just to tell you the truth. No, I'm not surprised. You block it out. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, what would you cry about now? Oh, was it dropping my washing off at mum's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, sorry about all the tears on the clothes. 
Yeah, go. Yeah, well, I'm an you, emotional person, though. Yeah. Just to preface. So how do you know? Very, like, yeah, I, I answer the cry do, a bit, but then I've I got can't another remember question. any of that. All I remember is there is. It's just hard for three months, and then it got much, much easier. Yeah, it got easier. Really just quickly. transitioning. It's like going away with somebody. Were you the, the Were you the type that would go on school camp and cry? Were you the cry no. there? No. So it's definitely Tommy. So what's the? <laughs> so, uh, no. no. What would the crying be? But would like, it be just I like would I cry just, in a Kleenex ad? Or like for how she cried recently listening to a Kanye West song. It was beautiful. Okay, sure. So would it? No, but what what sort of sets you off? What's normally sort of the? Is it thinking about what what are the topics that make you cry? So you wanting to yeah. therapy us right now? Yeah. The things that I find oh, about frustrating you, about you Tommy? Just, I, no, not not about Tommy. Just just, just in specifically. General. Yeah, I, I'm just curious about like what makes you tick. If I. Uh, probably if I feel really misrepresented, like my intentions have been really misunderstood and it's hurt somebody mm-hmm. or they see me as somebody who would attack them or something like that. Yeah. I would, that's like something that I would get upset about. Or something? Yeah. Or, or personally. Mm-hmm. I reckon the crying has gone down a bit recently. Yeah, it has. I reckon. Real tough ass. After, Tough ass. Maybe after thing? having Bodie, the crying's kind of gone down a bit. But then I'll cry at random stuff like yeah. in a Kanye song. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I've always been like that. But you used to do the weirdest thing when I first met you. That was watching sad videos before bed and you'd oh, cry yeah. and then go to sleep. It made me feel. Some people watch sad, fail videos. <laughs> you just watch sad yeah, sad story videos. I think I, I used to really want to keep my heart open and I thought that I had to take on a lot of pain from the world to do it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a <laughs> terrible idea. No, it sounds like a terrible, terrible... I remember the worst decision of my life was buying my sister's keeper on Blu-ray. <laughs> 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 Brie and I, I literally watched we watched it once and we're like, this is when are we ever gonna watch this again? No. It was so sad. People God. died in it for memory. It was it was really bad. Mm. But is there anything you want to clarify so that people just don't walk away with thinking that you watched sad movies and cried? Was there other than that It's okay to cry? Mm. No, nothing not, when was the last time you cried? There's nothing wrong with crying no, at all. When was the last time I cried? Uh, I reckon I've cried more since meeting Amy. Since being with Amy than I have in my adult life, actually, 100%. I know definitely. I think I've mentioned it already. I can't read out ni- like for one, if I say something nice about someone, my ears ring, which is annoying. It happened again today when we had the guest on. I think it's a psychological. Like I've now created it as a thing. As soon as I say something nice, but if I read anything, like I was reading uh, a caption, I think that I did for Bray. And she said, oh, what'd you, like I said, oh, I wrote you a birthday thing. She's like, what'd you write? And I started reading out. I was like, um, and then, oh, you can read it. <laughs> so that's, I don't know why. Tearing up. Yeah. So that, that when was, was that? Last, oh, that would have been May. So May. not that long ago, a month ago, a month and a mm. half ago. The last time you cried, we both cried together. Yeah, what was that about? We were in the car and I was talking about how proud I was of you. Yeah. And we both cried together. Yeah, we did. It was nice. Yeah, cute. blame it. I was tired. <laughs> Josh is giving us this really patronizing look. <laughs> no, it's really cute. You, what was it? How many days ago was it? Last week. Yeah, great. Maybe? Yeah, last weekend. Was it about the podcast? Did I get a mention? <laughs> For a fuck. It kind of was. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, it was. Don't Maybe, we can, we have a, can we have a cry together? 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. We'll explore it. Okay, we can try. You say no. something. Oh, on air. Yeah. Um. I'm opening my heart. Uh. Well, we were talking. He was talking about Josh, how. Josh, that's your pants. That's his zip. <laughs> that's, his zip. His zip. that's where my heart is. Well, that's that's where the heartbeat is anyway. <laughs> Sorry, go on. You'd brought a topic to the table, and said, "I think that we should talk about this." And Tommy said, "No." And then he was saying, "I see now that." I should like change the way that I approach things so that if somebody wants to talk about something or like rather than my first um, response being no, Mm -hmm. I should say, okay, tell me why or what's your angle or where are you coming from? Because Mm -hmm. I I don't think I can bring anything to it, but but they probably can. So I should listen to them. And sometimes I feel like sometimes in the past I've felt not listened to. And so when he said this, I just cried because I thought I'm so I'm so proud of you. Mm. It's becoming a really great man, and not just that. I think a lot of people can be really stuck in their ways, and like, not this is just who I am. This is what I do, but I like that Tommy will choose to be flexible and choose to grow and mm. grow in his awareness. And a lot of the things mm. that I feel it it can be frustrating when you're with somebody who's so different to you when you when you focus on yourself and not them. If that makes sense, because you're always going to, if you're focusing on yourself, then you're going to see all of the things that that person doesn't have. Like, oh, I wish that they could be more this like me or more this like me. And I really appreciate like the strengths in Tommy, but I also appreciate that he's really working on his strengths and his weaknesses. Mm. Well, it's like I heard on a uh, radio podcast, I was talking about the, the best people on air can take an air take the feedback from an air check and put it straight into the to the next break they do or the next show and i think that's the equivalent of almost like life it's being tommy being able to take feedback in and then actually seeing a change yeah. which i think mm-hmm. is the like that's a really strong you know that's a massive strength to be able to do that mm. i think that's important and i think that a lot of tommy's strengths he downplays in a lot of ways and he's like, there's so much more to him than what you first see. Because when I first saw him, I I feel like I probably would have had a similar view to you. Mm. This is me just, like I said, assuming. Yeah. But when I first met him, he came up to me at the Potato Head in Bali. And I was like, ugh, this like good looking radio douche. Like I really can't be bothered to impress him. And I'm sure that he's looking for someone to impress him. And it's not me and get away. And the more that I just spent time with him, I'm like, oh, no, like he's really lovely. And I thought that he was really arrogant when I first met him. And then I would notice things over time. Projecting. <laughs> yeah, massive projecting. I would notice things over time like, you know, people would be talking, some random people that we would just met would be talking about people that Tommy knows personally. And I'll go, all right, here we go, the name drop. And he wouldn't. And mm. he would just chat or he would have stories that really related to what they were saying that would make him look really good but he wouldn't say them mm-hmm. and I would and I remember like questioning on them after and he's like oh I didn't need to like they were either like they were having a really good conversation or I didn't feel like it would actually bring anything or they don't need to know that mm. and talking about you Josh I just want to mention <laughs> yeah, no, I get it I get it, it was always, always about Josh I th- no, I think it's – but I also think the other thing too is it's like we wear different masks mm. and I think that um, – yeah, I think that it's that whole thing of being like switching between – some only see one mask 
of Tommy. Yeah. And then as you go through and you realize that they're interchangeable, then it means that you, you can have bigger discussions and you can say, actually, like, you don't need to put on this mask now. Mm. Just ch- And also, like, stress and all these things can default you to certain masks and certain yeah. sort of attitudes as well. And I think, like, I've never met anybody who, like, Tommy barely has, like, there's not really anyone that Tommy doesn't like and he doesn't really hold any grudges even people who've treated him so badly if they call him he'll be like hey mate how's it going and not in a drawmat way I think that he's good at putting boundaries in but he's he's really forgiving and lovely the only person that I know that he really doesn't like is one of my friends who I think it was just because he saw she treated me pretty badly at one point I think he saw how much pain I was in oh yeah that's all right where like it's water under a bridge for me now, but mm, yeah. for Tommy, he's a bit more, he'll hold on a bit. Yeah, that's why Breed that. struggles sometimes telling me things because if she says stuff about people or what people have done, sometimes I'm like less forgiving than she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's that whole thing of like, if I tell you, are you not going to talk to them ever again? <laughs> Where yeah. she'll get over it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's a daily talk show, everyone. It's an evening, it's an evening tone. Very chill vibes. Yeah. Candles are lit. Yeah. We're probably going to turn off the lights and um, cry amongst the candlelight after this. <laughs> Feel free to uh, Calm down. <laughs> send us an email. If, if anyone has ever cried listening to The Daily Talk Show, <laughs> send us an email. Hi at thedailytalkshow.com. Yeah. We'll send you some stickers. <laughs> 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 we had someone cry recently. Oh, one of our upcoming guests that we recorded. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that was great. You have to wait to hear it. You have to wait to hear it. We'll send them some stickers. Yeah. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.